We're interrupting this program in order to begin our regularly scheduled broadcast. Thanks for watching the Lit TV Network. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? This is your boy Sean Davis, a.k.a. S-Dot. I know you don't see the background, but it is something's over surface again out here. Um, we're doing the things a little bit different, but I'm with my main man as always. This is your boy Larry Wrencher, a.k.a. King Wrencher. And as my boy said, we're we doing a little bit, some things differently today. Um, I, we did want to do a special segment, uh, call it Conversations with Our Sons. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> And uh, one of the conversations, you know, I have frequently with my son is the struggles I encountered entering into parenthood. Well, not just parenthood, but fatherhood unprepared. Um, I think I think you, you know, like myself, I was I was 21 when I had my son. Um, starting out, I I was in between college at the time and. I had a job, mm. but not a, a job that was able to, to take care of a family with, with, with some good benefits, you know. But um, one of the goals I wanted to have for this episode is to um, just encourage fathers to have these type of conversations with their sons, um, you know, to express the difficulties they experience, you know, uh, just entering into fatherhood. Um, and also to to encourage them to 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 potentially be good not just providers but husbands and fathers and um you know don't put them on that track to i, I hate i hate to use the word the baby daddy train yeah so. yeah and like like uh I, I think me and me and larry has actually had this conversation several times whether we're having a, a lunch or a dinner um, we always seem to roll into this because it, mm -hmm. it is, um, we feel it, it, it's not a burden. Mm -hmm. It's a responsibility mm -hmm. that we have because um, either our father wasn't involved or in my case working so much that I didn't see him to be involved. So I had to learn so much putting things together from really a trial and error basis that... Mm -hmm. um, at times perpetuated the baby daddy stigma hmm. um, by no fault of her. Um, fortunately, my, I think my son has a, a wonderful mother, um, but due to my immaturity and not understanding things, and um, at that age, I had this, um, how can I put this, adversarial relationship with the truth. <laughs> um, I wasn't very truthful, I wasn't honest, and because of that, um, many arguments were had, many misunderstandings occurred between her and my, her and myself. And, um, I was eventually able to take responsibility for it, but it was much, 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 much longer down the line. And I've always, I always have a sense of, re I always have a sense of regret and guilt of that time. I felt like I took away from her. Um, with my son, I tried to do my best to... help him understand that the world is going to work differently because not only is he not only because he's a man but he's a black man right and that's yeah. that it's it, it's not a crap it's really not a crapshoot um 
and I know there'll be some people who may see this and say that I'm, I'm, I'm race baiting while I'm trying to gaslight, but I, I, there is a reality and the statistics that show these things that back these things up that, you know, things are much harsher for us in our particular demographic. And having a young man not prepared for that right, knowledge right. can be truly detrimental to his growth, not only um, mentally, right. but, but also oh. physically. Yeah. And um, one of the things that you know, when I became a father for the first time, I, I understood the the financial component of it. So, you know, naturally when I found out, you know, I was having a son, I was like, all right, I need a job. Right. But I was, you know, I didn't have I didn't have a degree. And hold that thought. I would yeah. say like when you say you understood the financial component of it, like yeah. I I thought I did. I want to say on my side, I thought I did. Yeah, I, I understood yeah. what provider meant. Right, right. But all right. that comp all that goes into it. Right. Right, but please go over what you thought. And even with that, you know, I didn't, I didn't have an expanded um, understanding of what what it really means to be a father. Um, I didn't, I wasn't stable emotionally. Um, I didn't have healthy coping mechanisms. Um, like I said, I understood the provider part, uh, but I, you know, basic. So basically, there's no foundation set, right? But eventually I was able to, you know, I was able to make the pivot and uh, which led to me eventually, you know, joining the Navy. So, you know, I, I eventually was able to, um, you know, take care of that, the provider component. But like I said, I, I wasn't I wasn't mentally and emotionally. I didn't have the mental and an emotional foundation to, to understand how to, to properly deal with the stressors of being a father. And without that, it limits yeah. your ability to connect with your son on a on a level Right. Where he feels like it's a transparent relationship. Exactly. That's what I think. Exactly. So, you know, over the years, I had I had to learn how to, you know, be able to communicate those emotions in a healthy way and not just express it in anger, mm. you know, because, you know, sometimes that can that can, uh, you know, it could divide, you know, the parent and child, you know, um, to the point to where it makes it it makes it hard for frequent conversations. So, um, you know, th there was a lot of growth involved. And being a working in social, being a social worker, man, you you kind of encounter not not I'm not even going to I'm understating it, but you encounter many fathers who were ill prepared to, to enter into fatherhood. And unlike ourselves, we were able to make the pivot and do what we need to do. And we had the self-awareness to equip ourselves with the tools needed to become you know, not, not only better ourselves, but become better providers, communicators, and things of that nature. But we we encounter a demographic of fathers who they're not able to do that. Yeah, and I think you if know, we're yeah. we're being honest, like fatherhood could be put on a spectrum. Hmm. If, if if we're being honest of, of about what what we know, what we think we know, <laughs> and what is the truth or reality of being a father because mm -hmm. um, like, like I like I like I was speaking with the provider part like I understood the provider but I only understood it from a financial aspect yeah yeah and not yeah. the uh the uh, for lack of a better term the leader of the household the head of the household even if you're not in that household like mm -hmm. like not being in my in my son's household when he's with his mother I was still a leader in a way right when right. certain things didn't go a certain way I was the one that got called to um, redirect negative behavior, or if a financial 
a financial situation that came upon unforeseen. Um, I had to find a way to make it happen. This led to me having, you know, not just one job, but maybe two jobs. Mm -hmm. um, and in doing that, I used to, uh, I'm not going to say I'm embarrassed, but I, I came to the reality. Like, I scapegoated myself because, like, when I worked the two jobs, right, so I'm working two 40-hour jobs. Oof, yeah. Or 40 and 38. Yeah. Be honest. That's how, <laughs> I, was, that's how I was back then. Yeah. But, like, 40 and 38. And when it came to his mother saying, well, you need to spend time with your son, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I'm making all this money to make sure he has what he needs and that there's no issues. So you should you should be able to tell him that and cut me some slack. Right. Right. That, in hindsight, that was a lot to ask her to do. It wasn't fair to her. It wasn't fair to him. But it was, it, unfortunately, it was a trial and error type of a trial, trial and error type thing. Um, that I, I had to come to grips with as a father. If I wanted to be the best father I could be, right. uh, it would involve um, partaking in his life. Right. And to his mother's credit, she got on me about stuff like that, and I, I, I kind of included him in stuff. Like, actually, I, I used to get a haircut every week, and I started taking my son like every other week. Yeah. <laughs> and she kind of checked me on that. She said, well, if you go in every week, he need to go too. Yeah, and yeah. that turned out to be a very positive thing too, though, because he got to see not only me interact with other men, but his uncle interact with other men, and there there was gobbles of information that was in there that 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 could be gathered and to make you a better man, if if nothing else, to learn what not to do, right. which were many right. examples that happened in those in, in those barbershop situations. Right. But I also go to like when he he had you know played pop one of football and pop one of baseball. Um, she was on me. I came to not only the games, but the practices. Looking back, I'm so glad I, I did. But it was, I got to tell you, working in two jobs or having a job where I'm working 15, 16 hours, that was a struggle. But looking back, I'm glad that she kind of held my feet to the fire on that. Um, and I really appreciate it for that. And I think in time, in, and because of that, my relationship with my son is better. It continues to be better. You know, one thing as fathers we try to do, especially for our sons, um, we try to be Superman, you know, but in the process of that, they're they're missing out on an aspect of of manhood that's important, and um, and that's just showing them that it's okay to be vulnerable. And I, you know, I have no issues having I, I call them uncomfortable conversations, mm. you know, because sometimes you know certain conversations with our children are uncomfortable, but they're necessary. It's important for their growth. So I have no issues with just expressing my losses and my shortcomings and things like that to my son. Um, and just to help him understand that that's just a part that's just a part of just being a man, you know. And I, you know, I had to really battle with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess you say the generation I particularly came from, like that, that wasn't expressed. That wasn't shown. Mm. Um no matter how bad it was in in my household, my parents, we I never knew how much money they had. <laughs> um, and because well, it's a state, 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 right, stay out right. of grow but, folks' you know, business. But also, yeah, was, yeah. I think also in their way too was you focus on being a child. Right, right. We'll be the adults. You know what I mean? Right, like, and right. so I by doing that, I did that a lot with my son. Yeah. Um, because I just wanted him to focus on being a child. Um. Now, as I got older, and I, I know I use this word a lot, as I evolved, especially emotionally, emotionally intelligently, um, I was able to be more open and more more expressive with him about um, things that are sensitive mm -hmm. sensitive to me. Like yeah. my son did see me cry when my father passed. Like that that was a hard time for me, very rough, very mm -hmm. very rough. Um, and I know it was shocking to him because he 
he he would even quote it back in the day like he thought I was Superman. Right. You know, like it was nothing I couldn't do. Yeah, I was the strongest, yeah. toughest guy he he ever knew. And I remember he told me that one time and it brought a tear to my brought a tear to my my eyes because to me my father was the strongest, toughest guy that I'd ever known. Mm-hmm. Um so it, it, it meant a lot to me. But that was one of those things I had to evolve and grow into. And I think one thing another thing with fatherhood when I talk about the spectrum, you don't you don't have to have all the answers yeah. in the beginning. You're yeah. not going to. <laughs> You're not going to. You will adapt. You will learn. You will evolve. You will, you will educate yourself emotionally and, and, and mentally to better equip yourself to deal with your child. That's, that's part of that spectrum. That will lead you into that positive light of not only being a father, but maybe you've created another father, another future father mm. to a future son and grandson to you. Right, right. If, if it works out that way. Because that's, that's one thing I tell my son. I'm like, hey, because, you know, um, there's going to be a day where you're going to have conversations like this with your son. So you, you know, just just pay attention to what I'm doing. You know, because for the most part, I don't always, you know, expect him to, to give. I don't expect too much feedback, you know, when I'm yeah. having these yeah. conversations. You know, I'm just doing it more so that, you know, because he, he might not be listening today. But 10, 20 years from now, hopefully, 10, you know, um he'll be thinking back onto these conversations like, man, I remember my dad was, was telling me about this and that. You and know they go back I mean? to that quote that I, I yeah. often use, like, you know, the society grows great when men who plant trees that they'll know they'll never get to shade, sit, sit in their shade. Mm. I like That's, that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I love that quote. I, I, it's very important. Like, and I think that, that hits on the head when we talk about the information that we give our children. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't expect my son to be like, oh, well, let me jot this down. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's you know because like, I because there's times I I man I still think about some of the the conversations my father had with me you know mm-hmm. when I when I was my son's age my son is he'll be 17 next year and um, I think back to some of the stuff he told me I'm like man it's it's starting to you know start to reciprocate, reciprocate like, now yeah. and I'm like man it, it just it's just it, funny how life it's works funny like, that. like when when my son yeah. was younger like when I would redirect him if he did something wrong I would. As he got older, it became a little bit more yeah. comical between him yeah. and I. And I'd be like, see, you're making me sound like your dad. <laughs> your granddad. Now you're making me sound like them. I sound just yeah. like them. So yeah. like, it, 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 it grew too bad. You, you right. do realize that it, it does. Right. Some, of those, some, of that infor- some of that information that was given to you is so grounded right. that it continues to work throughout generations. Yeah, because I, I just want him, like I said, he be, he'll be 17 next year. My, my main message to him is like, listen, son, I want you to enjoy your 20s. I want you to enjoy that. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I expressed to him, like, I had to make a lot of sacrifices, you know, when he was born. Um, as I told you, I was in between college. You know, um, I was I was trying to go back to school to run track again, mm. you know, collegiately. And um, once I found out, you know, I was having a son, like I said, I had to I had to put all that on the back burner. I'm like, man, school, school wasn't an option. Running track wasn't an option. It was like, you know, I got to. It's real now. I I gotta start making some moves, and um, and I I really didn't. I mean, I enjoyed my twenties, but not to the extent of, you know, what I could have been doing. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't, um, you know, I couldn't always go hang out with my boys. You and, know, and I, I, and some mornings I had to get up. I gotta go to work, and and I think this is probably gonna parlay further into the conversation. Yeah. Let me make switch over to it now. Like when you when I talk about my son about. You know what I'm saying? The, the sex talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, one yeah. of the, the instances I gave him was, like, 
you know, make sure you, you wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you be educated about sex, protect yourself sexually. Yeah. But I also, yeah. you know, like told him, like, outside of that, um, if you do get a young lady pregnant, there is no more you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is, it, is, it, it is a we situation. Yeah. So every decision you make after that will encompass that child. Yeah. Like what you, what you will do. Like when, you, when you're by yourself, yeah. I, the example I used to give him when I was by myself, <laughs> if I didn't like the job I was on, I'd be like, man, I'm out of here. I got to take this. I'm leaving this. You ain't going to treat me like this. Or you went from, you know, when you get your check, you was like, oh, man, I'm about to go get some, I'm about to go get these shoes. I'm yeah. about to, you know, I seen some jeans I wanted. Yeah. It's like, nah, man, you. You know, you gotta go. You gotta go yeah. get your son. You gotta get your child some diapers or. Right. So that, and that's that's what I told him. Like I, that, yeah. that job, I'd be like, man, I'm getting out of here. Y'all ain't gonna take me. I go find another job. Yeah. When he, when he came, like, uh, uh, I I'll take your constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. This particular you, junction you, you in my life, to, you had right. to internalize right. it, like, right. man. But, but it, cause yeah. it, became, it, it was no longer about me. It was yeah. we. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was we. So I that was that was a very st I won't say stark, but deep, like as deep as I can get to him without. Without again not letting him enjoy his twenties, so like your son is seventeen, yeah, mine is twenty four. Um, he just went on like a big trip with his with his friends out of town, yeah. And I was like, how how do I shape this conversation? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you, you know you had to have it. Yeah, I wanted him to have a good time, yeah. but I, I kind of broke it. I kind of broke it down. Like he's twenty four, but like his, you know what I'm saying? His thought process. I'm not going. He probably is a deep thinker, but he just doesn't let me know, right? Right, right. So, but I, I, I try to talk to him on a level like, well, look, son, you going out of town? Be careful. Make sure. I uh, say anything they give you for free is a, a scheme. Don't follow through with that. Be careful. Enjoy yourself and watch out for each other out there. Yeah. And you know, yeah. saying so that was it. And I, I remember my wife asked, "What advice did I give him?" And I told her that she said, "You know what? Well, that's pretty good advice." And I, I was, I was really glad to hear that from her because I, I was shooting from the hip. I really was. Mm -hmm. um, but I hope he's enjoying himself. I hope he has a good time. Uh, and he's, you know, as, as as much as you can be responsible and have a good time, I want him to do that. Much like Larry yeah. said, I want him to enjoy his twenties. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, for for the decisions I made, I couldn't do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I, I'll parlay into this little bit of a story, like in me becoming a father. Um, like I said, he was returning to track. Um, I was a couple. I was a year and a half removed from high school, give or take. Um, and I got on with a church team. And mm -hmm. turns out the church team, I, I got this letter from Liberty about a basketball camp, and I gave it to my basketball coach. And we actually went up to the camp. Mm. We went up to the camp and the team, you know, it's an unheard of, A-seed. Um, actually went there, ended up in the semifinals. But long story short, I played well enough. It was amazing. I played well enough that they, they were ready to offer me a partial scholarship and I was like oh this is I, I it was it was big I didn't realize how big it was really didn't because I didn't have anything to compare it to um long story short it was for Liberty if you know about Liberty it's a Christian-based school very very Christian-based school is that um, the one in Virginia yes oh, okay yeah. yes right. uh, yeah. um but long, <laughs> long story short hey funny, another funny story on that like it's in Lynchburg Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, okay. Like when, when we were going up there, I said, this, this might be forbearing. <laughs> um, but long story short, what happened was yeah. um, the my son was conceived, found out by the church. Church stopped talking to Liberty. Liberty stopped talking to church. And when I thought I was going up for my partial scholarship, scholarship was gone. Mm. Mm. I was bitter, angry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was bitter and angry at the wrong person. Really, I was bitter and angry at his mom. Mm. And that, that carried over for a while, um, but this is another point of evolving, right? It, um, it took it took another woman to tell me that that's, that wasn't her fault. 
Yeah. It really wasn't your fault either. It's like it, it happened. You had to deal with it from there, but you can't you can't blame her for that. Yeah. But it but it was the easy route, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. I, I guess what I'm trying to say, when it comes to being a father, you you'll seldom find an easy route, but you have to find the true one. Well, one of the things that my son uh, during our conversations he has expressed to me um, is, is that we 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 tend to forget that when when you're in a co-parented situation. It's it's hard on the on the child because you know that child has to operate in two different households. Yes. So especially when the the standards are different in both houses, you know. Yes. Because I know for me, I'm a little bit more, I'm a little bit more strict. Like, hey, you know, um, you know, you gotta clean up after yourself. You know, almost to the point of like, hey, you know how to, you know, you know how to go out there and go cook, you know, things of that nature, more self reliant type things, but um. In the midst of that, he, he, he has expressed that, you know, it's, it has been hard over the years, especially with him, with us living in different states and um, catching flights and all that. And um, I, I have admitted to him, man, that, um, you know, after our, you know, summer vacations, when, you know, when we have to send him home, Man, it the it, it get quiet those last couple of days because now we we both processing the fact that like well it's time for him to go home. Man, I I kid you not, man. I I remember on one occasion um when I was sending them back home, he um you know I was he was walking down the terminal and um, as he was walking away, man, I just I couldn't even fight it, man. Them tears started rolling. <laughs> Woo. Well, I, man, I was, you would have thought somebody died, but, um, I remember this lady, she, she, uh, she kind of walked up to me. She was like, that's your baby. I, I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't even, so I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my baby. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's him. I was like, yeah, that, you know, yeah, that's him. She was like, oh, she, she kind of like gave me a hug and she was like, I, I'll watch out for him on the flight. Uh, uh, you know, so I, yeah. you know, I said, thank you. And, um. Man, I just, you know, I, I didn't leave until I seen the plane take, take off. off. And, um, man, though, those are some hard moments, man. Yeah. Those are tough. I, I, I hope those your son sees that episode. I hope, I hope he sees this episode. Yeah. And yeah. Realize, like, that, like cause those little things like that happens with our kids, like, they don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Behind the scenes, like, we're rooting for them so hard. Man. But we try, you know, we try, we try to be like, oh, you know, whether <laughs> you win or lose, it's fine, son. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That's my boy. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> so it 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 is something else. Um, this 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 fatherhood thing is um, it it's it's a great responsibility mm -hmm. to have an opportunity, especially we we always we speak about generational curses all the time um, within our community, within our culture. Mm -hmm. um, this is one of the ones that we get we get to break uh, a lot of times. The stigmas that you know, what I'm saying, uh, us as men are no good fathers, and and they're the reason why other men are so bad. But it's 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 our ripple effect to be able to change that conversation and change that stigma. And and the reality of that is, it's a small ripple. Yeah, and <laughs> that, I mean, Kutcher, that, that's ahead. why I enjoyed um, what like I, I think I expressed this in the first episode. One of the things I enjoyed in social work the most was being able to teach parents and tell the fathers. Um, not only was I helping them, but I was helping myself as well. Cause it kind of expanded my, my, um, my understanding of a parent, mm -hmm. you know, um, especially, um, you gotta, you know, as a parent, we gotta find situations to help, you know, we gotta build our kids, kids, self-esteem, yes. their self-confidence. Um, we gotta be the model of behavior for them, 
because they're you know they're silently watching everything that we do, right. whether we know it or not. So, and that, yeah. and you're right that that was a, a perk from if, if you can say as a perk in, in being and um, one of the things I used to enjoy uh, as a social worker or case manager, I'm working with kids and the father especially, mm -hmm. um, take a little pressure off of them um, in situations and. Um, Remind the kids how good a parent they may have. And sometimes it, I would tell them about the mom and the father. I say they're working so hard for y'all. You guys are really lucky to have right. your parents. You know, that, that's something I used to stress to them. Right. And it was uh, every now and then, you know, you'd get a father to pull you to the side and just thank you for, um, I guess, for, for being a blank sheet. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, you know, you read the, you read the, the report and the information of what brought this case in, but you just treated them like a, you treated them like a man. Right, right. And, and um, even if they don't know what being a man feels like or being treated yeah, like yeah. a man feels like, yeah. you know, um, they, they really they really appreciate that. And like you say, we are the forebears for what we want the young men in our lives yeah. to be or to operate as um, as they get older. Yeah, and, uh, and it's okay to to bear as as fathers to sons it's okay to bear our our vulnerability to them that's they, important for them to know they have to see that because that's the only way they're going to learn how to do it yes because like i said the goal is to is to mold them into to to being potential providers great husbands and great fathers and um that's that's one of the that's one of the things you have to learn and it, it it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to do but you know but if you surround and the yeah. thing about that is too like if you surround yourself with people who you consider to be good fathers or right or, right. or good men in in that it, it becomes less difficult yeah so like yeah. I, I hate to bring it back up but the mayor the better dad society right is a perpetual thing yes. about that like that's yeah. that's such a beautiful thing yeah what he's trying to do and, and what he named the organization um is spot on mm -hmm. you know like that's what we want to be no, we have some dads out there, but we want to be better. Yeah, we, we got to be better. We want to be better. We, and, you know, we want to earn that best dad's and, mug. And right, <laughs> and, and being at that, it's not a destination. It's it's a continuous process. Each day, you you get better. You get better. You get better. Cause like I said, we started out young, you know. And um, man, it we had to had to learn a crash course quick. And it was a different <laughs> era too. You know, so you got to think yeah. about it, like it was a different era too. Like it, we were able to like back then. And this, this goes back to culture and politics and finance and everything else. Um, financially speaking, you were able to kind of support a family back then just a little oh. bit easier. Yeah. You know, like yeah. with, with a job. Yeah. As in compared yeah. now, like, again, like we're comparing our, 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 our sons, like, for, for that employment. Like, I want you to find a job to do something that you love. Um, some of us even shy them away from college. Maybe that's not the best route because we don't want, we know what our crippling debt is, right? Mm -hmm. So we try to educate them on these different things and yet guide them in a way where they'll be happy and get, get the kind of fulfillment of the life they want to because, like, it, it really is yeah. uh, uh, quite the navigational navigation through it right, right now but right. I, like you said it's it's not it's not just a destination it really is a journey when yeah. you look back at the journey it could be a beautiful beautiful thing right and um and as a parent being a parent is stressful it's it's stressful but that's reality that's reality of it. and there's no way around that so you know it, it's important to learn them how to how to use just i keep i'm gonna beat this word into the ground just use the healthy coping strategies because that's that's important um I wish I had time to tell the story, but, you know, probably a couple months, yeah, two months after my son was born, I almost, you know, I almost lost my life in a, a vehicle drunk driving accident. And because um, at the time, you know, the only strategy I knew how to do was, was drink. So, um, long story short, but, 
yeah, just just learning healthy coping strategies, and you know, you gotta take this fatherhood, just parenting thing, one day at a time. Find a way to decompress and let that decompression and let your son learn how to do the same. That's exactly. what I would say. So I'll, I'll wrap it up on my end. Remember, kindness is a superpower that we all possess, especially something that we want to teach to our, especially something that we want to teach to our sons. Um, you can change someone's day, month, year, and yes, even their life. And again, just trust the process. Everything else falls in place. This, this sub is over surface. Thank you for this beautiful scenery. Yeah, this beautiful this, day. This 80 degree Florida day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for checking us out yet again. And we're out.